Hey, Jmark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Speaking of the end of the world, you might be in need of something to wear. I'm really excited to announce that due to the demand from you, our lovely, lovely listeners, we finally have merchandise. That's right, simply go to the TFU market at teespring.com and show your love for Tabletop for the End of the World by buying one of two of our available Year One shirts, both in unisex cut and women's cut. These shirts are only available until January of 2020. After that, these will never be available again. So you definitely want to get in on this now and show that you've been a supporter of our show from the beginning. Also, if you like deals, and I know I like deals, or you know, I just like saving money, I'm poor. Um, if you happen to be a part of our official fan group on Facebook, the Tabletop for the End of the World official fan group, you will gain access to a secret discount code. So it's really a win-win situation. Be sure to check it out after the show, or now i'm not your boss and uh i'll see you after the show previously on tabletop for the end of the world and torin charges and slashes at the wing of the creature i have my rapier and i would like to draw and plunge it in between its shoulder blades where its wings are do you think if you stab somebody in the spine you can puppet them what in the hells is that thing (laughs) it's the white because it's 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 white. These arrows seem to have bits of fur around them instead to stabilize them. All you have to do is get through the shattered mansion. So who will lead us through the shattered mansion into the rafters of back things? You got to go through the kitchen, then the ballroom, then the nursery. He mentioned that uh, Plague was the one that gave him the ring, or at least the enchantment on the ring. You want me to float here and tell you weaknesses to devils? Yes. I guess we incomplete this quest and uh, go off on our own. When we're born again as devils, we begin as Lemure, and through great acts, we are gifted with more strength and more intelligence. Last time I gave you information, I taught you the secret to slaying all devils. I'm done with you for the day. It turns to face you, and it is a hideous monstrosity. It looks like a person that melted. Like if someone took all the bones out of a person's body, and as you poke it, It turns to face you, and its whole body sloshes around to look at you. Good day, good day. Day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. The new year is here, and I believe the time has come for New Year's resolutions. And to kick this off for everyone, I would like to express some of mine. This year, I resolve to do Whatever is necessary to spread the word of Potterblatt Corporations. There are many of you who could be working harder. After all, we do so miss you in the warm embrace of true reality. So, with that in mind, I am going to increase my broadcast into your brains with our new night mode. 
That's right. Every night I will broadcast to each and every one of you, reminding you why true reality is the only reality we ever need. Welcome back, guys. Roll initiative. Okay. Uh, right. That's uh, D twenty. I remember that. Good work. Oh, hey, you're learning. But I have a negative one, so I suck at it. Oh, don't worry, man. Oh no. The Lemures didn't do much better. 12. I got a, t- I got a ten. I got a ten. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Well then, turtles. You got. You guys pick. You guys are, are the heroes of the story here. Uh, Duel to the death. Got it. Uh, actually, it goes. I think the person with the higher dex mod. Oh, uh, rules. My dex. My dex mod is plus two. I'm a plus three. Yeah, right. Okay, so, so Vert goes first. Vert, then Twilight, then Torin. It's a very nimble spellcaster. <laughs> He's little. I'm small. Yeah. Well, that's why Vert's official <clears throat> title was Murder Gnome. So, <laughs> I go first. What was happening? Ah, good call. So, what had happened is you guys are in the Shattered Mansion. You uh, figured out how to enter the kitchen, which is the first correct room on your path to the stairs. And inside were, was a creature that seemed to be um, either gnawing on the handle of the oven in the kitchen, or or it just got its teeth stuck. Uh, it kind of doesn't... Ha- it looks like a person that doesn't have bones. Just kind of like a goopy pile of skin inside the kitchen uh it's kind of dim in here there's like food in a bowl on the table it's like clearly rotted and there's flies all over it not not a well kept up environment and yeah 30 feet across from you on the other side of the room is this lemure that is um it has managed to detach its teeth from the from the oven and uh, as it does this it pulls the oven door open and a second lemure rolls out uh, and plops down right next to the first one. Wasn't Twilight like up close to them? Didn't didn't Twilight like poke them with their f- with their tail? <laughs> that sounds yes. like something you did. But you have protection <laughs> from evil and good, so you should be fine. Oh yeah, what is that? What does that entail again? Protection from evil and good, just so I can write that down. Until the spell ends, one willing creature I touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. It also grants and... several benefits. Yeah. Yeah. But... What's what are the stat bonuses? Is what I want. Yeah. What are the uh, the creatures that would attack you have disadvantage on attack rolls. You Ooh. can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Ooh. Yeah. And if you were already charmed, frightened, or possessed, uh, you would have had an advantage on saving throw against it. So everyone has a disadvantage against me. That's great. Yes. Um, And how long is the duration? Up to ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, It's been about ten weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We've been dealing with with some stuff, guys. But I think in-game... Are, uh, unless in game we were actually standing there for ten weeks and the Lemire was just like, we're just when like, we're not yeah, playing, well. we're just in T pose. It took him that long to figure out what to do in response to poking with his tail, and you guys politely waited for him to process all the information. He spent the whole time talking, like, uh, so what? Are, are we just gonna hang out here? We could probably just smoke. no. We're gonna wait. All right. That's what, yeah, Twilight was talking, but the Lemure, for a Lemure talk is a very, uh, it's an inspecific subject. Yeah, 
So he just kind of like, it was still attached to the uh, um, oven, wasn't it? Um, as as I described, now that combat has started, he he did a thing. Um, yeah. He he turned to face you and pulled himself off of the oven, and uh, it caused the oven door to open, and a second lemur has rolled out. But yeah, I mean, what, when he was still like being poked and thinking about it, though. Oh yeah, no, this all happened over the course of the ten weeks. <laughs> Obviously, a very slow job. Okay. Go ahead, Torin. I will be using my halberd because it's silver lined, and I guess I will stab at thee. Sounds juicy. From Hell's Heart. So damage is a 1d10. Or wait, I was supposed to roll to hit, don't I? <laughs> yes. Roll your d- <laughs> d20. Well, I know what my damage is. Yeah. D20, and I rolled a... Plus six now because your, your silvered weapon is a plus one to hit. So 13 plus 6. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're going to hit. You're definitely going to hit these barely mobile creatures. Thankfully, these cards are laminated. They just fell in water. Oh, goodness. Well, hey, good on you for having water on hand. Did you make cards? And Uh, find a lamination machine? There's a lot of stuff around here. People okay. aren't willing to die for them, so I kind of just pick it up because I guess I'm willing to die for it. <laughs> that must have that must have confused someone. I mean, there were people who used to live around here. Then the beasts came. Yeah, well, ain't that the classic story? I rolled a ten. Ten damage. Yes. And then I'm pretty On sure. On one d ten. Pretty sure it's a strength weapon. So yeah, just plus one. So plus my strength. Mm-hmm. So plus three, so thirteen. How you want to describe how you kill this thing in one hit? Uh, stab the hell out of it. Sure. You want to be a little more dramatic than that? That was boring as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Die. Well, isn't Twilight standing like right next to Torin and the? the the squish? No, I shoved him forward. So basically, according... I'm guessing Shove from Twilight's perspective, he's been watching these things, and then suddenly I just run up beside him and start stabbing one of them. Yeah, yeah that's no, sort that, of what that's... happens. Uh, yeah. So Twilight... What? So Twilight, they're just hanging out like, alright, so it seems like... Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, you know, you... I have saved you from the puddle of flesh. You absolutely do. Uh, there's steam coming off its body because of the contact with silver. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it has gone from making cute gurgling noises to making no noises. It is just kind of deflated like a little bit, like a few inches down closer to the floor. Now, Vert, oh. kill them all with fire. Incidentally, it is Vert's turn. Look who remembered the turn order. Look at you, <laughs> little buddy. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, Vert is going to uh, do a uh, firebolt against the other one. Firebolt? Uh, that's going to be a 14 to hit. 14 hits? It hits? Uh, yeah, it hits, but before you roll your damage, I'm going to describe what happens real quick. Uh, your firebolt flies out of your hands? You cast <clears throat> from your hands? Hands? Um, and contacts the lemur, uh, hits him right in his goofy little mouth, uh, 
And it kind of just dissipates. Like, he doesn't even look scorched. Uh, he, he, he reeled back from, like, the force of the impact, but he looks fine. So okay. before you roll damage, I'm going to tell you, you don't gotta. You didn't, you didn't do any damage. Okay. Uh, and that goes to Twilight's turn. It's got the best power of all, plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hero, Lemure. Um, I'd, I'd like to use my free action to speak Infernal to the Lemure. Okay, what do you got? Uh, and I, and I just want to be like, hey, so, sorry, my, uh, my buddies just kind of attacked you. Uh, are you, are you evil or violent? Are, are you okay? Uh, hi, I'm Twilight. Um, it, uh, it says, which doesn't seem to be speech. Um, it just seems to have made a noise, not necessarily in response to what you said. Has any of us tried rolling to see if we know what it is? I mean, we know we know it's a demon. Uh, Debilica, what is that? Is this another another action you're taking? Is your if you if you ask Debilica, I'm gonna make that your action for the round. Oh, touche. Uh, I think I'll just kill it then. I All right then. Twilight. Yeah. Okay, so Twilight's gonna roll to attack, um, uh, with their silver rapier. Cool. Remember to add that extra plus one for being silvered. Silver. Ooh, that's a twenty to hit, not natural. That's gonna hit. Um, and then I roll my d8. Uh, that's a nine. Uh, just to describe it, Twilight goes, excuse me, in Inferno, excuse me, uh, blah, 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 and then it just goes, blah, 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 and Twilight goes, okay, and and just uh, panic stabs it, because Twilight wasn't sure what to do, so Twilight just goes, ah, stabs it, like, right through, I guess, where its chest, its heart would be if it had a heart, and, like, sure. a very standard, like, full-on rapier thrust move. Sure, and the Lemure says, and it like waves its hands up in the air because it's it's in pain, and there's like smoke coming out of its body from the contact with silver, and that's about it. That's, that's going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's its response. Uh, it's going to now try to hit you, Twilight, because you hit him. Uh, but nine is not going to break your AC. Nope. So he tries to like he takes a big fleshy hand and it like swings out wide. And he, like, kind of tries to slap you in the face with it. Um, and it, it does, and it makes, like, a sound. Uh, and then uh, it harmlessly kind of just slides off. Ah! Oh, oh, it's so wet. It is gross. Oh, oh, it's so moist. Okay, okay, someone kill it. Someone kill it. I'm okay with it dying. Uh, oh, no. Torn. Oh, no. That is, that is your uh, prerogative there. Rolled an 18 to hit. You did it. Do I add anything else to that? Uh, you get a plus one because you also have a silvered weapon. So 19. You, you hit. Now for the damage. Rolled a 10. Plus, so 14 again. Whew. All right, man. Yeah, that, that would be enough to one-shot uh, a fully healthy Lemure. So go ahead, describe it. This shoebox I found is really helping out for these dice. <laughs> uh, describe describe your murder. So pretty much, I just move the weapon around in my hands to hold it, and I just 
like point down and then I'm just up and down stabbing again. Not even any look on my face like, eh, this is just routine. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Hold on. I just sneezed all over myself. Are you okay? No, I'm sick. Time out. Wait, hold on. How'd you get sick? Ugh. Hold on. Hey, you didn't think he ended up in a rad thing, do you? Like, he's not, he doesn't have radiation poisoning. Oh no, there'd be much more coughing <clears throat> and blood for that. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd know if you had rad, rad poisoning. No, He's suffering I mean, from the chills, so there's probably just a lot of fluids on him. It happened to me earlier. The, um, some of the sections here in this bunker don't have great insulation, and uh, so it was kind of kind of damp. When I first got here, I got a really bad infection, some sort, in my head. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, guys. Hey, hey, how'd you get sick? Are you okay? I'm okay. It's just cold. Whoa. Oh no. Wait, were you were you not able to stay warm during compete? Uh, well, patrols got kind of close, so I didn't want to risk a fire. Um. You know how they can be out in force after compete, so... Yeah, I, I just haven't had heat in a few days. Oh, man. Should have skinned some animals, used their fur. Yeah, I need to go outside to find animals. Is it snowing outside? Yeah. Man, that'd be kind of nice to see. I mean, it, it, makes for, it makes for a good water source. It, yeah. But, like, you have to use your body heat to melt it down when you don't have a fire. Well... His snow is probably radioactive, so not good for anything. Oh, mm. that's a good call. Oh, I should throw this out. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to keep it reinfecting yourself with that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm all right. I'm all right, guys. So, okay. Uh, uh, Lemures are dead. Uh, the the kitchen is is cleared. Okay. Do we roll initiative uh. to fight the kitchen? You, no, the the kitchen is an elder god and will kill you instantly. You have to avoid the uh, kitchen at all costs. But uh, yeah, uh, you have the kitchen. There is a door, um, uh, with no locks on it or no no cubby hole for strange keys on it. Just seems like a normal door. Oh man, he learned not to give us puzzles. <laughs> no, he learned not to give us keys. Your puzzle was the combat in this case. Okay, so. Uh, we need to go through this door, uh, to get to the ballroom. So, uh, I guess, uh, I'm gonna look into how, uh, I guess I'll just open this door. Let's see. And I, I try to open the door. Yeah, no, it totally opens. Does it open into the ballroom? Uh, it opens into a room that looks suspiciously like the foyer you were in, uh, before, uh, you went into the kitchen. Only it seems to be uh, slightly higher off the ground if you look out the windows, like you're on a, like a second floor landing. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, is there is there any indication that there's like another door that can lead to the ballroom? There is, in fact, like... uh, directly across from where you are is another door with a cubby hole and three podiums in the middle of this uh, landing. And. Is there any symbols that indicate what we need to put on the podiums? <clears throat> the symbols on this landing are... 
Uh, there is a candle. There is a crystal, it looks like. And there seems to be a shard of a mirror. Like a, like a broken piece of mirror. And they're all kind of floating just a few inches off of each podium. Hmm. You think it's like another waiting room? Are you asking me? I'm not. I can't. No, Vert's looking to the other two. Puzzles are not. Oh, okay. Wait, could you could you say the question again? Do Do you think it's like another waiting room or or like a transition place? Yeah, I think we got to do the same thing we did the other door. So there's a candle, uh, broken shards of mirror, and uh, what was the third thing again? In the middle is uh like a crystal, like a like a glass crystal. Okay. And there's a glass crystal. So, we need to crush the crystal until it turns back into coal. Why? 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 What is with you? No. There, there are other ways. But Heracles teaches us strength solves everything. His name, is his name Heracles or Hercules? Hercules. What'd oh, you say? Okay. You said Heracles. Why'd you say that? Because you said... Okay, whatever. Vert um, is calmly walking into the foyer. Okay. Past the conversation. <laughs> Tight. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna assume you all eventually get into the foyer. Uh, give me, give me a perception roll, somebody. Um, that is. I do have perception. A sixteen. Okay. Nineteen plus three. Twenty-two. Yep. Yeah, yep. No, you mathed it out. Uh, yes, yeah, so you noticed. And I got that, an. Like, I got an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so Torin notices that uh, one of the flies from the kitchen has followed you out. Uh, it. Uh, I punch it. <laughs> how? You're going to try to punch a fly? If I'm fast enough to notice it, I'm fast enough to hit it. <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, I'm a holy man. I know not to trust these flies. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, uh, do give me a give me an unarmed attack roll. Roll a d20, right? Yeah, it's going to be just your d Does that d20 get any modifiers? Plus your strength mod. And my proficiency bonus. Are you? Pro- I think you're proficient in martial weapons. I don't think you're proficient in unarmed. Or no, that's just the proficiency bonus of plus two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, just strength. I don't think you're proficient in unarmed. 15 plus three. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sure, you punch a fly... Roll damage. <laughs> We're just walking, and then suddenly you just see my eyes move, and I just punch the air. Yeah, no, you did. You did three damage. You punched a fly. Uh, it it falls to the ground. Uh, and you did it. You punched a fly, buddy. Is it dead? Uh, it is twitching. Its leg is twitching. Can I step on it? Uh. I suppose, yeah. If you really do, I need to roll my unarmed combat. You just hate flies so much. No, I believe that would be a coup de gras. <laughs> it would be. You want to do a coup de gras? Go ahead. <laughs> Roll my d twenty again. Yeah. No, no, it's a it's a free attack. Basically. Oh, coup de gras is a free attack. Yes. Yep. No, you do your you do your coup de gras. Uh, as you as you go to do that, the fly turns invisible. Uh, and your your foot comes down, and you lift your boot up, and you're not. Sure, if you got it, because it was invisible when you went to squish it. But we you... are in a place of vile fiends and devils. Remember, my friends, do not trust anything, even yourselves. 
Yeah, so uh, that's what happened with that. Uh, the fly seems to be gone. You can't, you look around the room, uh, you can't find it. Uh, you don't hear any buzzing. Uh, but yeah, you, you did in fact punch and then attempt to stomp a fly. So good for you, buddy. Well, that was awkward. I just put a hand to my symbol and no, somewhere Hercules noticed me. <laughs> no beast is safe around Torin, even tiny flies. And then I push Vert forward to go solve the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> so Twilight Twilight was watching all of that before Vert goes to solve the puzzle. And from Twilight's perspective, they just saw Torin have like a manic episode where they just where they're just like and Twilight's just like uh okay we need to get through this place I think Torn's going crazy <laughs> Hercules uh, and then he stands there looking very very satisfied with himself I mean you know I'm okay with with that as long as as Torin is looking satisfied Bert's fine <laughs> Well, you know what, Torin? I'm going to say you do look very satisfied. So, uh, yeah, moving forward, you guys are you're in this landing. Uh, if you look at the windows, you can tell you're about on the second floor. Uh, you got the three podiums with three objects, candle, crystal, and shard of mirror, and a door with a cubby hole. Quick vote, magic it. I, 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 I'm not sure that's how this works exactly. Um... So, so we've got a candle, the crystal, and the broken glass, broken mirror shard. Sorry. Um, well, ballrooms usually have mirrors in them. And sometimes also they also have chandeliers of crystal. And they do. Huh. What if we pick up both and put them in the slot? Does the crystal look like it came from anything specifically? As you, uh, if you get close to the crystal and examine it, uh, mm. you see that it's got, it's kind of teardrop shaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it might have a, a small hole in the top where it could hang on, on a hook or a string. Okay. And the candle, is it just a candle that's just hovering there? It is a bright red candle and it is lit. Well, this candle doesn't look like it would belong in a uh, a ballroom. So that kind of leaves us this crystal, and it kind of leaves the, uh, the the shard here. What was the other room that we had to get into? Uh, we had to go from the kitchen to the ballroom to the nursery. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I'm thinking it's this crystal piece here. Okay, uh, go for it. All right, so Vert takes the crystal piece, and he... And Twilight, Twilight takes a, a big step back away from the door. <laughs> uh, he takes it over to the little cubbyhole alcove thing and places it gingerly inside and starts to back up. Totally works. The door opens, and before you is a glistening golden ballroom. Uh, Yay! It's it a huge wide open space with big pillars on the sides. Uh, and across uh, is a big door that looks like it leads out to a balcony. Um, and in the middle of this big room is uh, is lemures. There are uh, there are four lemures paired up, and they seem to be uh, holding each other's sloppy hands and moving in tight circles. Well, time for more stabbing. Uh, before, 
Uh, wait, do we have to roll initiative yet, or not yet? You do not have to roll initiative yet. The Lemures okay. don't seem particularly bothered by the door being open. They are continuing to move uh, in tight circles around each other. Uh, Debilica, oh, uh, Debilica, so what are, what are these things? <clears throat> the Lemure? The Lemure are the lowest level of devil. When we are reborn as devils, we all begin as Lemure, and then through acts of courage or following orders for a long enough time, we are given strength and intelligence until we take on more and more advanced forms. So can, can we just ignore them or and move on? They don't seem interested. They're not very interesting, that's true. Well, I mean, interested in us. Up to you, dear. Up to you. Of course, everyone loves a good murder. Do they? Oh, I do. I assumed I spoke for everyone when I said we enjoy good murders. Uh, Twilight would like to... Can, can, can I see where the other door is to get out of the ballroom? Yes. It's directly across the room. Twilight would like to stealth around the ballroom to get to the other door. Since they're going in circles around each other, it seems like they can't actually see. Roll your stealth for me, big guy. 23. So, you are able to very smoothly get behind the pillars on the edges of the room and use those as cover. And just You're not really sure if you're waiting for their line of sight or if it even matters, but you absolutely can stealth all the way to the door, no issues. And they, the lemure in the middle are, are still dancing. Since my stealth roll was so high, Twilight is also like singing like a, a secret agent theme song as they go. So they're just like... Dun, 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 dun. As I as I just go from space to space, <laughs> perfectly done. Yeah, you've made it to the door um, and left your companions on the other side. Twilight waves at them. Torn <laughs> shouts, like, "What's behind the door?" <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> the uh, the Lemure stop and look at him, and they just they kind of don't move. Torn flips them off. One of them, one of them flips you off. <laughs> but it's got like it's got like a goopy finger, so it like actually takes it a while. So we have an understanding. And then like all the other Lemure kind of like clap for it a little bit because it looked like that was tough for it to do, and they look kind of proud of it. <laughs> Torn's other hand is trying to like shoo Twilight to look past the door. The, uh, oh, okay. the Lemures are all uh, they're all repeating your shooing motion. Oh. Because they're all only noticing Torin. Hey, hey, hey Torin, slap yourself. I slap you on the back. No, 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 no. Okay. The Lemures, uh, they they reach out a long, long stretchy arm and they slap each other on the back. And it makes <laughs> it makes a very awkward popping sound, like an organic popping sound. Did they kill each other? <laughs> they have not killed each other. No. Um, they just seem to be kind of... Did they have to roll for damage? No, they don't have to roll for damage, but they just kind of seem to be staring at Torin. Torn flexes? They all try to flex, but they have noodly arms. <laughs> uh, and, then they all, and then they all start clapping again. <laughs> Why is this so cute? <laughs> Debilica is standing next to you, uh, uh, Twilight. And her palm is over her face. <laughs> Twilight, we're, Twi we're the best champions she could get. <laughs> Twi 
And I don't know if she's embarrassed by the Lemire or if she's embarrassed by Torrin. Twi Twilight opens the door just to see what's on the other side of the room. Uh, instead of the balcony that this glass door would suggest is on the other side, you see another landing with another three podiums and another uh, door with a cubbyhole. I have an idea. Well, yeah. you can't tell me the idea because I'm not with you, but yeah, go ahead. I'm, of course, talking to Vert. Vert. Yes. About how much would you say you weigh? Um, well, um, probably, oh, I don't know. All right, let's pounds. do this. I want to pick up Vert, hold him under my arm, and run across the room to try and get through the door. Uh, what, what is your path through the room? Are you going to go straight through? Or are you going to try to go around the way Twilight did? I'm just going to try to run straight past the table. I guess my only question then is, Vert, do you allow him to pick you up? Um... Trust my long dragon legs. Yes. Okay, yeah, uh, you you run past the Lemure. Um, uh, what's your AC again, buddy? 18. Oh. Oh my god. Two of them got nat 20s as you ran by them. They're gonna get attacks, <laughs> they're getting attacks of opportunity as you run by. They kind of, like, reach out for you. And they're trying to, like, they're swinging at you with their weird noodly hand arms. Please tell me they're, they grab onto me and flap behind me like a cape. Two of them, two of them nat 20 buddy. <laughs> no. So a total of 10 damage. <laughs> I throw Vert out of the way. I'll take all the damage. Yeah, very heroic. Uh, yeah, you take you So take I throw Vert damage. to Twilight, saying catch. For, uh, for, Twi Twilight yeah. would like to roll my athletics to try to catch Vert. And Vert would like to roll out acrobatics to not get hurt. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. It's like I don't even have to DM. You guys just do all the rules for me. Twilight got a 15? Got a 21. Okay. Um, you you don't catch him, but he does uh, hit the ground in a roll and pop up and like do a little ta-da! Three-point hero stance? <laughs> <laughs> yes, three-point hero stance. He lands on a on a knee, and he's like, ta-da. And, and Twilight hugs Vert, uh, and they're like, great job, let's go! And Twilight uh, <laughs> promptly picks up Vert again and tosses Vert through the door. And how much damage was I hit for again? Ten. Ten. So I'm down to 18. Okay, oh, I rolled no. 19 for throwing Vert through the door. Do I have to make another acrobatic no, check? He's fine, he's through the door. You guys are fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Uh... Yeah, uh, Torin, you get to the door last, and you see the Lemure kind of dragging themselves after you. I flip them off and walk through the door. They try to flip you off again. That's the last you see as you close the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of cute. I learned this in Greek. What, you learned how to flick people off in Greek? No, Greek is just what he calls Greece. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know about the C making an S sound. Okay, so uh, three podiums stand before you. On them, there is a tiny wooden devil carving. There is a book floating uh, in midair. Uh, and there is a sleeping mask. Uh, one of these has to be the nursery. Uh, what does the hole look like at the door? It looks like a, the rectangular cubby hole, like the rest of them. There's no indication from the door which one is the correct... Uh, which one leads to which room. I swear to Hercules, if we get into this nursery and our enemies are pooping babies. As there's furious scribbling on <laughs> Mitch's side. Way to, way to spoil it 
The, the enemies are just a bunch of baby versions of Mayor Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> what has he been sleeping with? It's like, you know that chalice we picked up earlier? It was important. Um, Bert wants to go over to the little uh, demon figurine thing and examine it. It seems to be made of wood. It's uh, painted a bright red. What kind of book is it? Is it like a children's book? It uh, it looks like a novel. Can Twilight read the title? Is it written in Infernal or what kind of novel? Does it matter? Uh, it is written in Infernal, uh, but you can read Infernal. And the title is Seducing the Seducers. Okay, so it's not this one. Um, definitely, and Twilight's like waving it so everyone can see. It's definitely not this one. And then Twilight pockets the book. Yeah, well, hold up. What, what is that? Uh, it's just, you know, it's just light reading. It's fine. It's nothing. Um, I think it's a sleeping mask. Everyone? Yeah, sleeping mask? Okay. And Twilight picks up the sleeping mask and puts it in the hole. Okay. Yeah, the sleeping mask uh, opens, the the door opens to uh, an expansive bedroom. Yeah, I don't think that was it. There's a bed with a canopy. Next to that, It's a there's a furnished rug and beautiful decorations and uh, pictures of devils on the wall. Can we close the door and try again? Oh, for sure. But in the bed is a lemure uh, with the sleeping mask on its forehead, and it looks like it's reading Seducing the Seducers. And it's, it, you open the door and it sees you, and it just goes back to its reading. Twilight looks at it and goes, hey, is it a good read? In Infernal. The lemure looks at you and like weakly gives a thumbs up with its, with its boneless hand. Twilight goes, all right, that's all I need to know. And Twilight closes the door and removes the sleeping mask. It, it waves goes, to you as you say goodbye. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> oh my God. Also, I'm adding seducing the seducer to my inventory. Uh, bef- well, check your inventory before you do that, because uh, back on the podium is the copy of seducing the seducers. Oh. Okay. Well... I mean, uh, just because just because these are the keys doesn't mean... We now know that book exists in other rooms. Um, these are the keys. They seem to they seem to be partially illusion. Twilight... Twilight. you can't find a copy of that book somewhere. Twilight grasps Torrin's face with both hands, like, very gingerly, and then, like, squeezes like it's urgent and goes, I need that book. We need... Listen. Listen, Torrin. I need that book. I'm kind of curious about this book now, too. So that, yeah, so then Torn just picks up the book, shoves it into the cubbyhole. And the door opens to reveal an expansive library. It's not this room. <sighs> Wait, hold on. Wait. Uh, can I do a quick just perception check to see if I can see the book anywhere? Like the specific kind of book I want? You don't even need the perception check. This book is laying... Uh, it's the only book on a nightstand next to a chair, uh, next to a candle that is already lit and waiting for you. How far in the room? Ten feet. Like, right in front of the door, really. Alright, Twilight runs in, grabs the book, runs back out. Torn stands there, holding the door. <laughs> or what, are you suspecting a trap or something? I suspect everything. Fair enough. Yeah, so you, uh, you run in, you grab your copy of Seducing the Seducers. As you leave the room, uh, dragging itself from behind the shelf is another lemure that seems to be wearing a pair of bifocals. <laughs> the librarian! And uh, it's, it's, it drags itself up to its chair, and it hops up onto the chair. Uh, it sort of pulls itself. Uh, pulls still a wrong word. It's like its whole body pulls itself simultaneously like a slug. 
It okay. slimes itself up. Yes, up onto the chair, and then it feels around on the table for its book, and it can't seem to find it. And Twilight goes, sorry, I just need to borrow this, bye! And run, runs out of the room and uh, tells Torn, take the book out, take the book out, take the book out! As you, as you leave, the Lemure holds up a, a library card, but you close the door before you can tell what it is. Torn okay. just slams the door shut. So now you, you can now put it in your inventory. You have a copy of the, the light reading novella, Seducing the Seducers. All right, uh, I'm just going to hold on to this for safekeeping. I think it has a lot of important clues uh, as to the world. Of... Anyway, uh, Vert, you want to put that little devil in there? Well, I, I'm kind of interested about that uh, the library. Torn picks up the figures and shoves them in. We're moving. <laughs> Ooh, getting railroaded by your own teammates. Man, can't catch a break. Okay. Um, oh, we know how long Vert would take in that <laughs> library. <laughs> you think you do. But it's actually far longer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess no library then. You, you Torn, you put the devil figure in the cubbyhole? Kick open the door. You kick open the door to reveal uh, a children's nursery. New year, new you, new year, new you. A decaying odor permeates the air, and your body is heavy. Upon your tongue, is it your tongue? That hasn't mattered in a while. What a comfort. You taste something unfamiliar. Flesh, but not flesh. New year, new you. Out with the old. What did tongues offer you? Read the status of your avatar and ask if anything is missing. Here is another bite. Here are flavors your tongue would never have tasted. New year, new you. There was never a time when you could look at your eyes. I'm sure you saw the reflection. That wasn't real either. What do your eyes see now? New you. You're new. But you will always have the knowledge of who you used to be. Was that real? Coming soon, True Reality Inside Edition. Really? There is, uh, there are cribs lining the walls. Over each crib is a mobile. The mobiles all have figures of devils flying over the, the babies. You'll notice one of those mobiles is missing a figurine. So that's, that's where that came from. Hmm. Do we have to return it to the... Mobile? I guess not. There's a, a this is kind of like a long hallway of a nursery, and on about six cribs down is the door out. And are there are there babies peeing into the ceiling, like a certain nine, beloved '90s cartoon movie, featuring babies that can talk? Are you saying are you looking inside the cribs to check? 
Uh, never mind. It was a Rugrats movie reference. Don't mind me. It depends uh, on what he's looking for. Rugrats are baby geniuses. I got it. I just need to figure out how I need to respond to that. <laughs> uh, Twilight would... Can Twilight see, like, inside the cribs from the sides? Like, where the little holes are? You can. There's something moving inside them. I mean, cribs are basically baby cages, right? So, like... That's how I think of them, yes. Yeah. We just need to burn the room and keep on moving. I mean, uh, Twilight, no. just for the sake of speed, you want to roll perception? Twilight doesn't see anything. That was a... <laughs> uh, that was a seven. Yeah, you notice, you notice nothing. Uh, but it's very easy for you to go up to the cribs and see swaddled in blankets with little bonnets on their heads are lemures in each crib. Ah! Twilight picks up a baby lemure. It, um... This is gonna take so long for stabbing. They're a tad heavy for that. If if you're really dedicated to this, I'm gonna have to have you roll uh, uh, <laughs> athletics. So what am I rolling? Athletics, apparently. Yeah, athletics. D20 plus athletics, which is probably just a strength roll for you. Oh, okay. So hold on. D20 plus... It is just a strength roll for me. Yeah. Uh, that's a 14. With much effort, you're able to heave one of these heavy devils up onto your shoulder, where it just kind of, like weighs you down it just kind of slops all over your shoulder and it's it's making a noise twilight goes i love babies and just starts patting its back as as they walk towards the other end okay uh what's your ac buddy yeah 13 wait he has protection from evil and good because i doubt it's been 10 minutes oh true so you got disadvantage on me also oh uh wow not gonna matter the lowest roll I got was 13, so that's funny. Um, oh. so you but you have disadvantage on... on attack rolls. No, no, you rolled twice already. So, yeah, disadvantage oh, means you roll twice and take the worst roll. Um, so who, who does that go to, then? So to uh, you, Twilight, this, you patted it on the back, you think? And it, it patted you right back by kind of like... It kind of punched you in the back of the leg mm-hmm. for one damage. Okay. Uh, it's still wearing its bonnet, though, so I guess that's cute. <laughs> and uh now the other lemures are starting to cry uh if that's twilight, the sound twilight goes okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry puts the baby back into its crib you do that you put the baby back in its crib uh and you're gonna roll initiative now against the babies yeah against all the babies roll initiative fam Oh, all of us? <clears throat> yep, everybody. Yeah. I got a four. I was hoping oh. it was just Twilight versus babies. <laughs> now, welcome to this hit cartoon, Twilight versus babies. Twilight versus the babies. 17 <laughs> minus one, so 16. Okay, 16. Uh, ver- I got a nat one going last. Nat one, that's right. And Twilight got a four. Okay, Torin, top of the round. I did it. I sorted the names. Yay. Well, since we've already seen they're immune to fire, I guess I won't use Searing Smite. Because that's a fire smite. Do you have Angry Hug? No. So I'll use... The, how many babies were there? <clears throat> so many babies. A lot of babies. There were a lot of babies. So I can at least mess up three of them. I have decided in the name of vengeance to cast Bane. Okay. I prick my finger on the halberd, let out a drop of blood, and three of the creatures 
I cast Bane on, and they must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target fails this, that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw. Before the spell ends, they must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack or saving throw. So, to summarize, every time they roll something, they're going to subtract... Uh, yeah, well, first up, three of them have to make a, a charisma saving throw, but <coughs> if they fail it, then every time they make an attack or saving throw, they must roll a d4 and use that number to subtract from their <coughs> roll. Okay, I'm pretty sure they have negative charisma, too. Okay, what's the what's the success roll for that? What's your spell save, DC? What's mine? Yeah. Where would that be at? It's 8 plus your charisma stat plus your proficiency. 8, 10, 12. So you gotta roll 12. The Lemure are gonna fail their spell save, and we... So they're gonna roll... But yeah, so pretty much just every time you attack, you're gonna roll a d4 and subtract the number you get from whatever your attack roll is. Okay, tight. Um, At least on three of them. Right. Well, they are, they're going to try to smack some people. So oh, how a... I want it to be the imagery of just prick my finger, a drop of blood rolls out, and then stops midair, and then three spikes shoot out, oh, three spikes of blood shoot out and hit three of the babies. And it looks gross on their, on their chubby flesh. Yes. So yeah, so three... Three babies are negated. Uh, just to give you a layout of the room, since you are in combat, there are six cribs on either side, and it's sort of a long hallway, so a total of 12 cribs. Uh, you guys are in the middle of the room, and on the far side is the door you need. Uh, and that door is about uh, 10 feet away. Uh, so that is going to go to the Lumiere, who are going to attack. And for the sake of not rolling 12 attack rolls, I'm just going to... Let's, let's do them in groups of three. So, three Lemures are going to try to attack Torin. Are they the ones I baned? Uh, not the ones you baned. Oh, God. I am hot tonight, guys. So, yeah, they are going to hit Torin for 12. So, I am down to four. Oh, goodness. Uh, the ones you baned? are going to attack Twilight, hmm. reaching out from their cribs. And they have disadvantage. Yes, they do. Uh, what is your AC? 13. 13. They're going to get 16 to hit. And they hit you for 8. Okay. Uh, Vert? Yep. They are going to... Your three are going to miss. Okay. And then the last three are going to attack Vert again. And they are going to miss. So, uh, Twilight, your turn. Uh, Twilight would like to use their movement action to get to the other door at the other end of the room. You are totally there. Uh, that is fine, except for... Oh, there is one stand, like still next to you, isn't there? It's okay. Yeah. He's going to miss his attack of opportunity. You get to the yeah. door. It was the bub. Mm-hmm. Alright. Twilight is at the door, and... Twilight would like to cast a thunder wave from the door. How, well, how how big is the um hallway? Like how many feet? Uh, thirty feet. Okay, perfect. So, Torn and Vert, you guys are still at the beginning of the hallway, right? Like uh, we're in the, in the middle of the room. You're not at the beginning of the room. No, I no, said remember? you guys moved to the middle of the room. 
Okay, so I can't cast that without hurting you guys, unless you're okay with that. Um, Only four health points left, so... So you're okay with that, right? That's how that works? <laughs> okay, here, I'll do I'll do this instead. Uh, Twilight would like to cast... Uh, Shatter. Um... It, it creates a sudden loud ringing noise that's painfully intense and erupts from a point of my choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on where I am must make a constitution saving throw. Uh, on a failed throw, they take 3d8 thunder damage or half as much on a successful saving throw. Okay. So you're targeting where? Um, it's 10 feet from me in a radius. Uh, so just ten feet directly out from me, wh whatever babies are near me. Sure, you can hit. You can hit six babies. Awesome! I want to hit six babies. <laughs> Slap that baby. Break it. Make it breathe. What's my saving throw number? Uh, the, hmm, ooh, it doesn't matter. They're not gonna do it with a five. Okay, cool. So then they take three d eight damage. Go ahead. Roll three d eight. Okay. So whoo, eight. Okay. Uh, eight. Yeah, you and got it. Uh, two. So that's uh, eighteen. Yes, it is. Awesome. Twilight wants to pull out their loot and yep. go hush, little baby, and then like do a power cord on the loot. Yeah, you. And, uh, the the cribs shatter because they've been blasted back against the walls of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the lemures inside, you can see, are splat against the walls. They okay. are dead. Perfect. And Twilight goes, all right, we gotta go. Torrin is almost dead. We gotta go. Uh, Vert, it is to you. Yeah, Torrin does look pretty torn up right now. Uh, lovely. Um, <clears throat> all right, so how many of these things are left? Six. Um, and they are, like, right on top of us? They are, um, they are sort of slapping at you from inside their cribs. Okay. They have, they have long, stretchy arms. Hmm. So just take out the three near me, and we'll be fine. Well, they're, they were never near you. They're in their cribs. The six cribs, by the way, are now behind you in terms of your way out. Here's what Vert's going to try and do. He's going to sort of angle, if he can, um, at the three that are... <coughs> Let's see. Yeah, uh, the three that are between where Vert and Torin are and the Twilight. I'm gonna try and angle at that uh those those three cribs. There are uh there are no uh Lemure between you and Twilight right now. Oh, okay. So basically Vert could just shove me and himself to the door. Yeah, that's actually what he's gonna do then. <clears throat> I'm just gonna to try and do a quick shove of Torn um towards the door and then uh, just run towards the door try not to get my blood on you oh, i probably already have splatters of that okay say so you're trying to drag uh, uh tor into the door no not drag because there's no way vert's gonna be able to do that but yeah, he's yeah. gonna do like a quick shove in that direction and then what just hit my calf <laughs> I'll, I'll give you i'll give you a free five feet off of that shove all right hooray are uh, we out so of the danger zone uh, it is Torin's turn, so you tell me. I could use it, but they might get an attack of opportunity, so I'm going to 
lay on hands on myself. I should inform you, attack of opportunity happens when you're in melee range of something and you move out of melee range uh, without taking an action to avoid the incoming attack. So I can move away towards the door and heal myself? Totally fine. We're out of melee range. While moving towards the door, I just put a hand on my chest and my paladin level times five. So three times five. You'd heal for 15. Yep, so I'm going to heal myself for 15 points, because it's better than being in the single digits. Cool. Uh, so that means Vert is the only one in the room, or did you get to the door? You got to the door, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, okay. we're both moving towards the door, so we sh- probably should both be at the door by now and just get us out of this scenario. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, no, you can all get there. Uh, you want to slam that door, make it happen, be all done with it? You do it. I'm going to say you do it. Yeah, we'll yeah, we, we, we shut yeah. the door. Yeah, you, you did it. You closed the door. Um, uh, and you, uh, you hear the thudding sound from behind it as six sloppy fists make contact with it. But you are, you are free. You are out. You find yourself now in, uh, in another landing, like the ones you were in previously. Uh, a nice wide open space, but no more podiums now. Uh, there is a, uh, about maybe a hundred feet in front of you in this vast space, is a glistening golden spiral staircase that seems to go up through the ceiling. Roll initiative against the stairs. The stairs are unaware of you, so you will get sneak attack against the stairs. <laughs> uh, how, uh, is Torn healed up now? Yeah, I healed myself back up to 19. Okay, good. Highlight would like to make their way up the stairs. Okay. Hey, um, give me another perception roll real quick, you dudes. All of us? us? Yeah. Until, I want to know who gets the lowest perception roll. I got 21. Well, that's not going to be you, then. Uh, t- t- 16 plus 3. Okay. It was Vert. Nine, Vert got 12. Vert got a 12. Yep. And uh, what's your AC again, my dude? Uh, 16. 16. Hmm. Well, that's lucky. Um, in, in that last, in your last moment, uh, uh, Vert, you realize that fly is back. And, uh, it's, it's flying very close to you. And as it- Punch it again. As it goes to land on you, you just sort of absentmindedly swat it to the side. And it, it flies off in the distance and you hear it, you hear it exclaim, Ow! Twilight pauses and goes, did, did someone say ow? Are you guys okay? No, no one said ow. What? Who was that? Buzz. I'm Buzz only buzzed. slightly bruised instead of bleeding to death, so I'm fine now. What okay. the hell? Buzz. Uh, Twilight looks at the fly and goes, Okay, who are you really? Die, vile insect! Can I attack it? Uh, you can try. Uh, but as you go to attack it, it turns invisible. I knew you- uh, I knew <laughs> I didn't kill that thing. You're not sure where it went, but it, it is definitely here. Twilight looks at Vert and goes, Is that a friend of yours? It also does the invisible thing. 
Uh, n- no, that that is definitely not a friend of mine. Bert, if you go invisible, will you be able to see it? I don't think so. Then what uh, good is magic? Can Twilight roll investigation to see if they see any kind of distortion in the air to indicate where the fly might be? Okay, but that's going to be a very high roll. You're going to try to detect invisibility, it, like an invisible thing. Like literally the thing invisibility is made for. <laughs> So I'm just telling you, it's going to be a very high roll, but it is possible, I suppose. Have I used my divine sense since that long rest we last took? No, you, you haven't. Oh, you want to just use that? Yeah, sure. In a rage at not having killed a bug, Torin casts divine sense. Yeah, using, if your he can divine, using your divine sense, you get a huge presence in the air. Um, it's It's weaving about like a fly but it's much larger maybe the size of like a small child uh twilight uh, would like to cast <laughs> detect magic to zero in on where the thing casting invisibility is there is something uh, much more sinister than a fly in here uh your detect magic the first big ping you get is the the mansion itself uh there's a huge curse over the mansion which you debilica told you about before uh but you are detecting uh, you're detecting uh, shape-changing magic, shape-shifting magic. And it should tell me what... Uh, there should be a faint aura around the person using that magic, so I should be able yes. to see yes. like, where the thing see, is. You can now see where this, this thing disguised as a fly is trying to buzz around you guys and try to get behind you. Would like to cast Tasha's hideous laughter at it? Uh, go ahead. Okay, hold on. Um... So you just have to make, uh, it just it just says it works. Oh, you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. Uh, eight. It's not gonna clear, I bet. Nope, does not clear. Okay. Uh, what do you get? You you succeed in Tasha's hideous laughter. So now it will fall prone and start laughing. It is inca- incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. Um. Each time it takes damage, it has to take another wisdom saving throw. Oh, it's laughing. Okay. It's laughing. Yeah. Uh, the 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 invisibility shuts off, uh, and the uh, the fly lands on the ground. And it's vert cast thunder wave at it. Whoa! Hold on, thunder wave. Yes. He doesn't oh, okay. even like wait for it. He just casts. No, no, no! But hold on, it's a fifteen-foot cube. That means yeah. you'd hit us also. No, I mean if it's behind us, that's where it was headed. Um, no, Thunderwave is a fifteen-foot cube centered on you, Bert. Mm. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it sweeps out from you because I have the same spell. Yeah, well, each creature in a fifteen-foot cube originating from you, so it's a fifteen-foot cube. That, that surrounds that, you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, well, a, it's a shockwave. Thunderwave is a shockwave where you are the center of the shockwave. Ah, uh, alrighty then. Yeah, uh, so then, you can tell us to move, no? and then we can move out of the way, because we're, we're magic not missile you cast yeah. lightning bolt. <laughs> then yeah, uh, Vert cast a magic missile on it. Okay. Cool. Do them auto-hit damages. Our most proficient killer. <laughs> that awkward moment with the murder gnome almost murdered all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 almost really sucked. Okay, so let's see. He's got to get his kill count back up after Twilight got six kills. <laughs> That's twelve. Uh, twelve damage. Yeah, twelve force damage. Okay, yeah, you uh, 
these magic missiles that automatically hit smack down on this fly over and over again uh, until it's... It, you said it has to make another wisdom saving throw? Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, 12. Nope. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, do I have to beat 12? No, yours is like 13 or something. Yeah. Uh, my Mine's 14. 14. Okay, yeah, still laughing. <laughs> uh, it's it's hilarious to be shot with magic missiles. Uh, the uh, the fly morphs right in front of your eyes. The magic on it fades. And you see uh, uh, this this figure is like a sort of like a cherubim kind of figure. Uh, a red, uh, red-skinned devil creature. Uh, little bat wings, little horns, little bitty goatee beard. Um... And a, a scorpion tail uh, growing out of its butt. Okay. It's about this about the size of a of a human baby. Twilight. Um, it, is, it is lying on the ground, laughing as hard as it can right now. Uh, Twilight goes up to it and goes, "This will all stop. Let's make a deal. This will stop, but you serve us now, completely and totally. Just stab it with silver." He's laughing really hard, and he's. Uh, he's kind of like dragging himself away from you. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, let's talk <laughs> like civilized human beings. Kill it with silver. It's not human. It's already lying. If you want this to stop, you have to make a deal. And the deal is you serve us completely and totally. Fine. Sure. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Great. Say it. Say that you're making a deal. If, if we're gonna make a deal, I have to get something in return. Yeah, this stops. That's the deal. We won't kill you. No, it's not that way. You need to... I need you to think something for me. What's that? I need you to think about... And, uh, uh, Debilica steps in between the two of you, and she says, Plog, shut up. And he's just he just starts chuckling. He goes, what? Come on. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Like, oh god. Oh, okay. Plog, this is so sad. These are mortals. It's like, they got me. All right, it's like fair and square. Fair and square. Oh my goodness. Just let me spit on it and melt it. Oh, that would be that would be better than this pathetic display. Please, please melt him. We we do have silver. Twilight looks at Debilica suspiciously and goes, "Why won't you let him talk to us?" Because this is an embarrassment. He. He's not here in his illusion form. He's trying to snake you from me. This is... You guys are my mark. And yet here he is, jostling about. No, this is unacceptable. I'm getting the higher-ups. You got kill him if you want. I'll be back in a minute. And uh, you actually see her flicker and then disappear. Okay. You This this laughing imp is still uh, uh, sitting there chuckling. He's like... Just, we, I like the deal. The deal's fine. But I need you guys, I need you to think very hard. Like you believe it, okay? Like you believe it. Are you ready to do that for me? No. You take the deal and that's it. <laughs> These are the rules. I can't make a deal unless you do very specific things. I need you to think. Look, look at the guy next to you. Look at any of them. Either of them. <laughs> Twilight wants to roll insight to see, like, I'm pretty sure the uh, plug is lying, but wants to make sure. 
Go ahead, uh, roll insight. Nat 20. What? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, uh, that he's telling a half-truth, it seems. Whatever he's saying about how to make deals, see, uh, you get you get the impression that's true, but, like, doesn't have to be the case. You had a chance to tell the truth, and you missed out. And Twilight would like to get ready to stab, like, very big show of it, getting ready to stab Plog. To see mm-hmm. if Plog changes their mind at the last second or not. Okay. Um, roll your insight. This is insight to see what's going on here. I know you just rolled insight to see if he was lying, but this is a separate uh, event here. Why not deception? He's rolling deception. Uh, I rolled a 20 again, not nat. 20 not nat? Yeah. Okay, here's what you see is uh, right as you make this decision to go stab him, uh, he stops laughing, and his stinger is going to lash out at you. And what is your AC, my good sir? Thirteen. Thirteen. He's going to hit. Okay. He's going to hit you for four damage. Okay. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Wait, 16. he has protection from evil and good still. Oh, or has true. It been ten minutes. Oh, God. Disadvantage. Has it been ten minutes? He does have protection from evil and good. It's gonna miss. Woo! <laughs> the uh, as he, his stinger lashes Hercules. out at you. Hercules. Oh my god! You take no damage. Twilight grabs um, it. Yeah, as the stinger lashes out at you, there's some kind of sparkle of light in front of you that seems to push the stinger to safely to the side, just barely missing you. Just a golden god hand, bitch slaps it away. <laughs> Twilight grabs the stinger, like the tail, like not at the stinger, but like grabs the uh, tail. Give me a dex. Roll to see if you're fast enough. It's a, it's he's quick. He's a quick boy, but I'll give it to you if you can roll high enough. Eighteen. Oh, you can have it. Yeah, you grab the stinger. All right, Twilight grabs it and goes. <clears throat> so that's what how we're gonna play this then. And Twilight picks up Plog by the tail. Okay, and then he's uh he can fly, so he kind of like. He's still upside down, but he's like trying to get away from you. And Twilight slams Plog into the floor. Ooh. Uh, what, uh, what is your strength mod? Uh, minus one. Okay, so that's gonna do very much no damage. <laughs> but you slam him into the floor, and, uh, he, uh, yeah, he doesn't look any worse for wear for it, and he's like, You guys, you guys, you guys are dicks. <laughs> Torn wants to join in, just come up and step on the back, his back to keep him in one spot. Alright, uh, I think I, wants to guys, get... I think I need to have you guys roll initiative now. Initiative? Yeah. Alright. I think you're officially in a fight with a devil. <laughs> Eleven. Seventeen. Oh my god. Eleven. Okay, so, uh, Twilight, and then, uh, probably Vert, and then Torin. Okay. Uh, Twilight would like to stab, uh, the... Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Plog beats you out, Twilight. Oh, okay. And he is going to, uh... Well, he's still laughing. Uh, no, he was, he broke it. He was faking laughing. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he, that's why, uh, right when you went to stab him, he stopped laughing. Okay. He had, he had broken it at one point and was, was staying in it to keep you off guard. Plog is... Going to shape change uh, uh, back into a fly to break out of your grasp. 
and he's going to fly uh, up, up, up into the air. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that's going to be... Uh, Twilight, you're going to get a, an attack of opportunity, because he's trying to... Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's trying to and, leave. And the attack of opportunity is extra to my actual turn, right? Yeah, this is bonus. This is cool. happening Have, on his okay. turn. So Twilight this, would like to stab it with my rapier to try to good. pin it pin it to the floor. Tight. Okay. Uh, that is a a twenty, not natural. Okay, you're gonna hit. The goal is not only to cause damage, but also to pin it to keep it from um, flying away. Let's let's just say it's damage for now. Uh, okay. Uh, nine. Oh my god, you guys. So yeah, uh, as Plog it shrinks into a fly and tries to get away from you, you stab it directly in half, and it lands. Uh, two little sides land on the floor on either side of you, and they're smoking uh, and do from they, contact with silver. Do they morph back into his natural form? They do, and it's gross. Wait, did, did we just kill a demon? Twilight looks at it and goes, Well, we almost had a pet. I'm sorry, guys. I tried really hard. I think it would have been kind of cool, you know? But I was hoping to melt his face off. Well... Yeah, we didn't succeed. I but haven't it's... spit in a while. Twilight Twilight pokes it with their tail and goes, yeah, I, I think it's dead. It makes a um, grotesque squishing sound. Is there anything I can take off it that might be useful, like the wings or anything like that? Um, Just take all like its it. organs. We can sell them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's wearing sort of like like just basic clothing. Um, it's... Uh, like a, it's got like a loincloth and something that looks like a like a t-shirt but there's like a there's like a v cut in the collar and like two buttons in that cut okay uh twilight would like to take it, it had horns right it's got <clears throat> little horns yeah twilight would like to take their dagger and cut off its horns you do that you have uh two little devil horns torn okay. would like to reach in take out its heart and one of its eyes just put them oh, in a bag. Sure, buddy. Yeah, you you did it. You you did an autopsy. All right, Bert. Do you want anything? Yeah, I think I'm kind of interested in the stinger thing over here. Okay, yeah, go for it. And Twilight like cuts it off for him. It's like here you go, buddy, and tosses it. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this uh... is our normal life now. I used to be in a band. Like this is it. <laughs> this is what we do now. Go ahead. You have a. Uh, you have a. Uh... I officially added devil heart and eye in my treasure. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to think about how to describe this. Uh, it's a devil, devil poison gland. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it seems to still have poison in it, and uh, the stinger is still attached. Yep. So you you have that, buddy. <laughs> Let's just pee on the body. Do the whole. <laughs> what do I? What do I do with this? <laughs> It's like, what did Twi you do today? Well, Twilight... we killed the DM's plot point. <laughs> Twilight Twilight turns and sees Torin just, like, smiling, and then realizes Torin is peeing on the body. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. Oh, Hercules! <laughs> you guys, you guys are monsters. <laughs> that, that, that was beautiful. I mean, I'm just saying, I tried really hard to recruit Plog, but he wouldn't budge on the matter. I'm not just going to let you have devil pets. I was I mean, going to try charm person. Oh, that also would have been cool. I just wanted to melt him. 
<laughs> we all had goals. We all had goals. His death did not have to be the first step, and except for Torin, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Dabilica's going to come back. She's going to look down. She's going to be like, aww. <laughs> uh, so do you, do you have anything else for us? Uh, I feel like this is a natural stopping point. I need to I need to reassess my villains because I think I think you guys are slowly becoming worse <laughs> than the villains. Just now we're desecrating corpses. And... We're stealing well, organs, peeing on bodies, killing babies. I used to be in a band. This is Man, what we do now. Th- this is what stress does to you. I am a holy paladin. <laughs> Yes, you are, chum. <laughs> oh, buddy. Just know oh, that you dear. you are steadily, steadily breaking us. We had morals once. Good, good. No, that's better. That's better than anything uh. else. Oh, insane. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all. That's all I have for you guys for right now. Then. Cool. <sighs> Uh, J Mark, um, I had a question on the um, the valve setup that you're trying to work on. Um, uh-huh. Were you ever able to get the um, <clears throat> the flow to work on that for for oxygen? Uh, I I was able to get air to flow, but the issue is the air comes from outside of the suit, which I guess would not be useful for what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, yeah, it needs, needs to um, have that, that sort of dual action so that you can turn it off, um, but then still be able to, to crack it um, I'm gonna be to honest release with you, pressure. I feel completely out of my depth with this, Kev. I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's tricky. I, I do know. Um, it, it Having the right tools is important. Um, and I know that's tough. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm like jerry-rigging whatever I find around me. I don't exactly have a toolkit. Uh, but... Is there... I don't know. Mitch, do you have any experience with making things? I've, I've got... I've got a few tools. Um, we could... We could try to meet up somewhere and I could hand them off. That'd be... That'd be good. I can finally get your compete gift to you. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool, buddy. Yeah, uh, and then and maybe if you've got like a, if you found a heater that can run off a of Jenny, or a, you know some or some way to mask sort of like the light from a fire, be cool. I'm you know, not, not I, cool. I'm just a little cold right now. No, well, I was thinking, cause you're still you're still in that, are you, are you still in that abandoned uh, building off the corner? Yeah, yeah, I uh the farm's down right now, so it might be a little tougher to spot. But yeah. What if I mean, we have a I have a lot of rags. What if we just cover up your windows and then you could light a fire without worrying, you know? Sure. Uh yeah, yeah, bring bring the rags and I'll I'll drop off some tools. We'll just do a trade. That'd okay, be good. That sounds that sounds good. And uh Yeah, I'll I'll give it a shot and um I I'm just I I don't, you know, I get one shot at making these properly, and I'm so worried I'm gonna break it, and then I and then I don't know what to do. And I know I know we need to get to that drone. And well, what what would Twilight do, dude? Try to make friends with the drone. Yes. Well, isn't yeah. it? 
I guess that wasn't as like it wasn't as like inspirational a thing as I was going for. I guess Twilight would rule five and just go for it. If I wasn't where I am, I'd offer maybe a couple tools or an air. Well, I still need to figure out if it's air or helium that's in that tank. Yeah, I mean, you're the one who knows how to make stuff, don't you? Like, you used to work as an engineer or something? Uh, something like that. But, uh, pretty much I have no idea where you guys are at, and it would be suicide for you guys to try and get where I'm at. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap, I need to find O2 tanks also. Okay, um, let's, let's do this. I'll keep trying to work on this. Uh, Mitch, you and I will meet up in a bit. Yeah. Um, I think that, I, th- I guess the next time we go out, I'll try, I'll try to make my way to the drone. I'll try to make my way to you, Kev. All right. All right. I... Um, cool. Let's say, uh, the park in 24 hours. And that brings us to the end of yet another broadcast. And the first day of the new year. Dear listeners, I do not know about you, but personally, I am quite excited about what this year may bring. I have pledged to take a more active role in promoting true reality. And I am happy to report that my work hours have just been expanded! You know what that means, everyone. I thought the surprise would have a bit more build-up, but it looks like our night mode broadcast will begin right away. So stay tuned for more me, Robin, as I continue motivating you through your mandated resolutions to work harder and finally make your way back to true reality. Keep living your truth. Hey, Jmark here. I hope you really love that episode. I feel like we are definitely getting better and better at playing this game each time, and I hope it makes it more entertaining for you. We are still on the diligent lookout for more names. We're coming up on the end of the first half of this arc after these next couple of episodes, and I believe that Mitch will be needing some new characters to introduce. So please be sure to tweet, Facebook, and Instagram post, and tag us at TFUCast with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. Seriously, I can't stress this enough. It means a lot to us. We do not pay for any kind of promotional material or marketing. Really, we just depend on your support and word of mouth to get the show out there. Anyway, uh, that's all from me. So our next episode will be going live on February 1st. Wow, we're already done with January. (laughs) Well, anyway, I hope to see you online soon. And remember, the overseers are always watching.